Hello and welcome to Pastors at Home, a chat with your pastors about living for Jesus when we can't meet up in real life. One take, unfiltered, lo-fi and joining me today is Erin May Wicks. True facts. And Jeffrey Andrew Hunt. Hello. And I am Liana Hunt. Liana Jean Hunt. Liana Jean Hunt. Don't steal my identity with all this information, okay? (laughs) What are we talking about today? You bring the topic. You're the host today. Oh, Jeff's usually in charge. Being a good submissive wife. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, what would you like us to talk about now? We're talking about um, husbands and wives. (laughs) 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 So, off to a good start. (laughs) (laughs) No, today, well, I thought that we would talk about... Uh, submitting to government authorities. Ooh. Ooh, okay, we're almost on theme. So, um, just because uh, the coronavirus is like a really interesting time and a time in which suddenly government is intervening in our lives in new and different ways. Yeah. Um, and with huge impacts and yep. effects upon mm-hmm. us. And so it just raises the topic, how do Christians relate to governing authorities? Um, Yeah. How should we respond to this kind of situation? Especially the kind of situation where the government is restricting Christian gatherings and things like that. Yeah, that's new. Yeah, so all this is new, all this is interesting, but the Bible has some really Mm. uh, good things to say about how Christians relate to government. I thought, oh, that's... I've been thinking about pastors at home, this podcast in general, and I was thinking, oh, it's kind of like all of the conversations that I think I might have had mm. with uni churches yep. through this time. Just whenever I think, oh, I would probably be chatting with someone about this, yep. then that would bring that as a topic. Yeah, bring it as a topic. It's like actually one, I think, blessing about this whole time is that we get to come back to the Bible and we're in a new context. And so everything speaks to us in a different way because the application for everything has changed. So like the foundational truths of the Bible are still the same, but the way that we receive them is different. And I think that's um, such a blessing. And And the way you're living them out. Yeah, exactly. um, I don't know. It's kind of an enriching time for us as Christians as well as a challenging time. That's Mm. a real silver lining. Good job, Liana. Oh, thank you. Mm. I am an optimist at heart, right? And also (laughs) some things I think the Bible says. Deep deep down. (laughs) Um. Sometimes we look at them and think, oh, that's a bit out of date or yeah, yeah. You know, a bit Ho-hum. odd or something. Yeah. And then a kind of like completely new yeah. context c- kind of gets swung into our life. And you're like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, the Bible would say that and that God would direct us to live lives in that way. Look, and there's also, there's the theory and then there's the practice. Mm. And... You know, there's the big theories. Like, so, you know, government is saying, for the good of you, we're putting in these rules. And I'm like, okay, yep, sure, I'm with that. But then there's the the little practice as well. Because I think, oh, of course I'm, sub- I'm, I'm submitting to government yeah, authorities. Yeah, of course. It's and easy to submit when so you've got freedom, easy. though. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but then when you're at the Woolies checkout and they tell you you can't actually buy two things of toothpaste and <gasps> dental floss. Even though they're on sale. Even though they're all on sale because that's three dental hygiene items and you're only uh, allowed to buy two dental hygiene items. 
And I'm looking at them thinking, but toothpaste is a completely different product to dental floss. And the toothpaste is on special and I always buy two when it's on special. And then I have that little moment of like that rising kind of, I want to kind of overthrow the authority here. The Woolworths (laughs) checkout authority. Yeah, I know. Very rarely. It takes a lot to make me angry. Turns out just put me in Woolworths trying to buy a dental floss. I had that moment with tins of tomatoes. (laughs) You can only get two tins of tomatoes. Usually I buy about 20 at a time when they're on sale. Because, uh, you know, you do want to save 50 cents <laughs> per tin. <laughs> They're already cheap. And you have multiple children. Yeah, they eat. It, it's <laughs> like if I was going to make a batch of a meal for our family and like have leftovers, I'd use like eight tins of tomatoes. So I'm like two tins. This isn't going to last a week. So anyway, yeah, I had that moment. So well, I had a similar moment to you when I thought, actually, as wait, I, this you need to submit to the authority of this you know, checkout guy here. Like yep. this is the government is yep. trying to like care for us. Woolworths is trying to care for us. Yep. Right here is your chance to Stand submit. Down. <laughs> Stand <laughs> down, sinful heart. <laughs> With Drop joy. the toothpaste. <laughs> and a smile. And then I look up and I see this little kind of sign that says like abuse will not be tolerated. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that sign's for me in my heart right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining you going got complete rage. <laughs> Not so over the dental floss, which would have lasted you three months anyway. (laughs) Anyway, so look, theory and practice. Yeah, when actually I'm all good with the theory, the actual practice when it was trying to limit my freedom recently. I I found that hard to swallow. Yeah, Yeah, but where's our motivation for Christians? What's the Bible passages? Well, uh, Romans 13 is the kind of passage that Mm -hmm. deals with it at the greatest length. Although there are several other places Mm -hmm. in the New Testament that deal with the Dental Christian's floss. attitude Dental towards floss. governing authority. <laughs> so thirteen Romans 13, verse 1. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities. For, here's the reason, there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Which, <laughs> right, like, <laughs> at one level is a very um, non-controversial thing mm. to say, that God's... Sovereign over the whole world, and so every yep. uh, government that gets established is established by God. Mm-hmm. And yet, once you start kind of scratching the surface of that statement, it's like, wow, there's some really bad governments yep. that do really bad things to yep. their people. And we're saying that actually God is sovereign and He establishes them. And since He establishes them, it's right for Christians to be subject to the governing authorities. Mm. So when do you not be subject to the government authorities then? Well, that's why it's interesting because there are points in the New Testament where Christians clearly aren't subject. Yeah. They, like, they defy the governing authorities because, like, I think it's Acts 4. Yeah, yeah. That, well, um, that's where I was thinking Yeah, of. that's the, the kind of classic one where um, Peter is told to... Stop, Stop preaching Jesus. Yeah. And um, he's like, well, you work it out whether we should or shouldn't, but we're going to keep on obeying God and not listening to you. And so there's yeah. certain moments when actually the obedience to, to Jesus, obedience to God, obviously is the highest, um, whatever the word is, Authority? Yeah. And there's no point obeying the authority that God has established 
if by obeying that authority you're disobeying, disobeying the God. God who establishes the authority yeah. in the first place. Yeah. So God is always the highest authority um, and yet God even, he establishes every government for the good, not just of Christians, often it's for the bad of Christians, um, but for the good of everyone in society. And there's something kind of inherent in the fact that uh, Christians are to be on board with that and not destabilizers of society. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the kind of crucial thing that actually to acknowledge that part of how the world operates is with governing authorities of all different kinds, but as kind of citizens, the way to contribute to them is by submission as far as that doesn't disobey God himself. Yeah, because Peter answers the when he's called in Acts 4, um, verse 18, kind of Peter's response when he's commanded not to speak. So verse 18 says, They called him again and commanded them not to speak or to teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, Judge for yourselves whether it is right in God's sight to obey you rather than God, for we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. Like, he... he I don't know. It's this. He kind of gets to the heart of why are you giving us this command? Like almost. I, like he could have said many things. He could have said, "You're not in control. God's in control. Mm. We're talking about God." But I don't know. I just think he's. It's almost like when Jesus gives an answer in the Gospels, and you're like, "It's an answer, but not the way I expected you to give that answer." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's he's kind of made himself clear that we can't help but speak about what we've seen or heard um and then he's like judge for yourself whether you think it's right or wrong mm. it's almost like giving them an out of going i don't know okay well maybe you will change the law here maybe we <laughs> won't command you not yeah. to i don't know maybe i'm just reading kind this. of like understand where we're coming from here yeah that we we're kind of bound we have to keep on proclaiming this. yeah we're bound by a higher authority mm. yeah but in our present situation, mm. we have governing authorities that are just telling us to stay home. Mm. Amongst other things. My Amongst phone th- tells me, hashtag stay home, comes across across Telstra, 4G, hashtag stay home. Oh, wow. Just in case <laughs> you've forgotten. <laughs> it's right there on your phone. Yeah. And Instagram's got that whole... Stay home motif. Yeah. Heart Sticker, thing. whatever it's yeah. called. That's everywhere. And just in case you're tempted to go outside, I hear there's drones coming. Really? The word on the street. Oh, okay. Police drones. Checking sure. social distancing. Oh, yeah. And they've got like really loud speakers and lights. So they yeah. can like come and kind of break you up. Like that lady at the park that the yelled, noise machine. get away from those people. <laughs> the, <other day. laughs> the drone is going to zero in on our family just yeah. going for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't help it that there's like lots of people in our household. I think it's pretty obvious that, you know. We're Lucky all, all four of family. the kids are shorter than you. So yeah, it makes yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of sense. <laughs> Uh, but Romans 13 goes on to talk about how um, the government has authority to punish. Mm. And th- even that is uh, something that is right. Yeah. Um, that th- the government's job is to punish those who do wrong mm. and to commend those who do right. Yeah. Um, and in an expression which I just like love, uh, where is it? Um, the it says that they do not bear the sword for nothing. Yeah, verse 4. Verse 4. For he is God's servant to do you good, but if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword for nothing. 
consequences to your actions. Yeah, consequences to your actions. And that's yeah. um, part of the the job of a government and a government that mm. is operating properly does set rules yeah. and does enforce those rules mm-hmm. um, for the um, the good of its citizens. Yeah. Now, often they don't set those rules for the good of their citizens. I think we're incredibly blessed in Australia yeah. that our government... For the large part, they they try and bring you. Yeah. They they've tried to explain their decision making and why it is Mm. that these new rules. Yeah, it's for peace and safety and prosperity. And so I think that's a good reason why so Mm. many people have got on board Mm. in kind of obeying these social distancing measures. They understand them. They understand why it's necessary. Kind of from a health, Mm. which is incredible. I just think it's amazing to think how much as a society we have learnt about how epidemics and <laughs> pandemics spread. Oh, yeah. Like, flattening the curve. Who knew anything I know, about epidemic I didn't even curves? know there was a curve <laughs> before this. I and now we can all talk the language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sort of. Herd, <laughs> herd immunity. Herd I thought immunity. that had something to do with cattle <laughs> recently. <laughs> but it turns out, no, you can talk about herd immunity and talk about people. Um, something um, I found interesting following on from that, like, that it doesn't bear the sword for nothing, um, like the next verse, like that's part of your motivation for obeying the government. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities. Um, and one of the reasons is because of possible punishment, like, mm. you know, just the natural consequence. You do the wrong thing, you're getting punished. But then he says, but also because of conscience. So Christians aren't, I don't do you think that means that Christians aren't only to obey because of possible punishment, but because of con- conscience? It's kind of like, don't do something, therefore, because you think you can get away with it. So we're not just motivated yes. by punishment, like it's oh, the spirit of the law. Yeah, and the letter it of the is. Law like it's thing. kind of like, oh, I think I can get away with having this person over or doing X, Y, Z. But it's actually the conscience as well mm. to follow the spirit of it, not just when you think you might get caught. If you know what I mean. And I think that's, I don't know, it's a bit of a higher, higher standard for us. Yeah, well, and also it's that kind of, because I've been talking about this recently with a few people mm. of, um, you know, even the the law says that they're allowed to go for a walk with someone yeah. and do exercise, yeah. but they're in their conscience, they don't feel like that yeah. is right. Yeah. And so not, kind of, what do you do there? Mm. Like, because you don't want your friend to feel guilty or you don't want your friend to feel unnecessarily, yes. yep. you know. So, yeah, how, how can you be sensitive to the... Mm for the way the Bible talks yeah. about it in other places, it's the weaker brother. Yeah. Like something that's not technically wrong, but yeah. for them it's against their yeah. kind of conscience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and working out how to, yeah, love people in this situation. Yeah, we have a little visitor at the Everyone's door. slightly distracted because Dorothy just yeah. walked in. <laughs> Children have been posting <laughs> coasters under the door to tell me that there's an urgent need. And it might be that the TV show is finished. Yeah. No. Yeah, it sounds like it's still going. Oh, yeah. good. She just gets bored. Just need to check in. You can join us, Dot, if we only had one more <laughs> microphone. I think that that conscience thing is interesting, though, because we do need to be sensitive to one another. Yeah. And, like, it's really easy in this phase to have a degree of kind of judging other mm. people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And w- I just think we need to be careful of, of that. Um how we talk to each other and encourage each other and the reasons why we encourage each other to kind of keep to these new regulations. and Yeah, yeah. and just not assuming. Not assuming yeah. that the way that I am feeling and the way that I'm viewing things is going to be the exact same for yeah. everyone else. Yeah. yeah. And but we should encourage each other to do 
yeah, to stay within the law and but also to do what feels like the right thing to do yep, within that and that will be different. Sometimes there's a bit of yeah. variation on that because there are a few grey areas about, yeah, what to do. Yeah. Like, for example, coming up for us will be, you know, kids going back to school and I think a lot of families feel differently about that, whether they would send their kids back to school or not. Yeah, because yeah. it is that parents' decision, right? Yeah, mm. I guess they can't really force people to send their kids back at this point mm. or... Yeah. Mm. And I think that question of conscience goes back to who has established the governing authorities, mm. that they're established by God. So obeying them isn't yeah. an atheological matter. Yeah. Like it's a deeply theological thing yeah. and expresses our worship of the Lord that we submit as appropriate um, to the governing authorities, mm. which you don't often think about mm. that, that as I drive my car along the street, the, the speed that I do is a matter of worship. Like yeah, it is fifty nine yep. and not sixty five. Yeah, I'll tell you that's exactly what I was thinking though when I put back one toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the Lord. right here, is you have a chance to love Jesus and uh, to glorify Him, yep. not just with your actions and your grumpiness, uh, but with joy and kindness yep. to this poor checkout boy yeah, yeah. who is uh, <laughs> just trying to follow the rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just trying to keep his job. <laughs> yeah, mm. exactly. So how can I worship God right now? I'm yeah. just going to give back that toothpaste and pretend like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, in fact, this brings glory to God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I also the other reason why I thought this we should talk about this topic is I read a really good article on TGCA, mm. the Gospel Coalition Australia, by Tim Adney, yeah. just about government um, authorities. I think it's called what's it called? I wrote it down. Ooh. But Losing our book? freedom? Question mark. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So it's about freedom and yeah. the role that governing authorities play. Mm. Um, so worth reading if you want to look that up. Um, we'll it won't be in the show notes because <laughs> no. we don't have any. Yeah. But we'll, we'll it'll be in the show notes. <laughs> it'll be in the show notes. We'll claim here that it's in the show notes and <laughs> then it won't appear in the show notes. You're taking the notes, people. Look it up yourself. <laughs> Aren't you taking notes? Yes. If anyone would like to serve by creating show notes, then uh, just send us a text. Let us know. <laughs> All those listeners out there that are just craving these notes to appear. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anybody. Be anyway. the change, people. Yeah. I be always meant that phrase as a joke, but whatever. <laughs> Um, so but losing your freedom, yeah. this is so. But, but this is the that's their job. Their job is to kind of restrict our freedoms. Yeah. Um, and the fact that I'm only allowed to drive at 60 k's an hour on this road is a restriction of my freedom. I want to drive 120. Mm. The government won't let me, um, but they do so for, for our, good. our collective good, and we yeah. submit to them to those restrictions of freedom to a certain degree. Because they're trying to create order out of chaos. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, what your need is is going to trump. The need of everyone else's. Mm. Yeah, because we're selfish little yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And it's a balancing act. Like, it's really hard because would that road be faster if it was 50 and not 60? Well, it certainly would be safer to drive on and there would be, you know, less accidents. But that's balanced against the need for people to get places. And, you know, every road could be slower and we could all kind of drive around at 5Ks an hour and there'd be yeah. <laughs> fewer fatalities. Have you tried to drive at 5Ks an hour though? You <laughs> know, oh, you get beach a lot. You, dri <laughs> you drive through like a caravan park or something and it's like 5Ks <laughs> and I'm like, I actually have to brake. Like I don't, <laughs> I'm nearly going to stall this car <laughs> if I try to drive at 5Ks an hour. Even eight, very tricky. Yep. You're trying to obey the law here. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, this is this is interesting because I wonder how much of this is cultural mm. and this how, like cultural Australian and how much this is Christian. Mm. Because mm. Yep. 
so I was talking to a friend of mine who's a missionary in Europe and in one of the countries where <coughs> the like it's really bad yeah like mm. m- hundreds of people are dying a day yeah and I we were just talking about it and she she was saying that you know she was diagnosing how some of it was like it's all different pieces of the puzzle mm. has got them to the situation that they're in now so one of them was people just didn't really understand they yeah. didn't really understand there was a bit n- bit of naivety yeah. to what was happening yeah and then there was a little bit of like conspiracy theory, like mm. can we actually trust our governments, mm-hmm. you know, because the history of the governments in this country yeah. aren't that they're mm. trying to do for their benefit. Actually, it might be that they're actually not very good or that they're actually quite greedy. Mm. And also um, 5G creates it. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Some bo- someone would have got All that right. joke and take yeah. it there. <laughs> Um, but, but then also, so, you know, it's also one of those European countries where, you know, so she was saying she'd drop her kids at school and it, it's when the pandemic was happening and, you know, she was saying, I think we should close down the school. And the principal's like, yeah, the government said we should close down the school, but I think that's ridiculous. And, mm. you know, teachers are still giving, you know, everyone a kiss on each cheek. And Ew. and she's just thinking, what is going on? Yeah. Like she was having cultural shock. And they've mm. lived in this country mm. now for, you know, nearly 10 years. Yeah. But she's like, my Australianness yeah. was coming out. Yeah, because I wanted to obey the law. Yeah. I wasn't thinking, you know, no, this is just a flu; it's going to go away. No, this yeah. is a conspiracy yeah. theory. Oh, I don't really actually have to stop kissing people. This is what we do. This is a part mm. of our culture. Yeah, uh, for them, like they were, they just couldn't give up that part of their culture. Yeah. Um, because that social distance, that physical distancing, was even yeah. harder than it is for yeah. us. And and she, w- yeah, she was just the way that she was talking about it. Maybe you think, wow. It is so different for for us culturally in Australia, but then also for Christians as well. Yeah, uh, different again. So not many of the people that go to her school are Christians, um, and have no idea of this. A kind of idea that authorities there might be a benevolent authority above you. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, I think there was a bit of that distrust on social media, like in Australia, about, you know, the government should be doing X, Y, Z or like we're not acting fast enough or whatever. But I think overall people did kind of follow the program. Don't yeah. Think? Well, but I'm not really I on know, the there socials, so I don't know. You tell me. Fear. <laughs> I reckon there is like collective anxiety, like voiced on social media and stuff. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. But it does, like that point does raise the question about what happens if you have a government that isn't benevolent and isn't working for you and is kind of completely self-interested or is just incompetent, um, what do you do there? And even like what do you do in a government situation where you are invited into the process? So What do you mean? Well, like in Romans 13, right? Yeah. They're it's just a, it's an empire. They're not... Yeah. They're not voting for any officials. That's like, it's clear. Someone's put this government in place. It's gone. Yeah. It's not the people, like uh, anything like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, we do have a democratic process. And I think it's interesting that one of the ways in which we um, kind of submit to the government authorities is by participating in government. Yes, yeah. Is by... We get to overthrow the government every yeah, four years, yeah, yeah. or three years. And that's how often do we vote? Submitting to it is like, <laughs> like going into yeah. overthrow it. Yeah. If we think it's 
not by overthrowing, I just mean voting. You should <laughs> yeah. register and submit to your authorities by registering. Otherwise, consequence will be a fine. I know yeah. people that have to receive them. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but uh, I guess at what point in this situation would we have a problem, like as Christians? Because at the moment, for example, we can't gather, but no one can gather. Mm. Um, no, but were you kind of touched by the fact that, you know, they filmed Easter services and put them on like free-to-air TV? Yeah, do don't know? they always do that? No. I don't think that's a normal. Oh, right. I don't know. I'm never watching it on TV at yeah, home on Easter. It was I'm a usually at church. But yeah, yeah. like the fact that I was like, oh, okay, the world, our culture is yeah. recognizing that this is a, a yeah. religious weekend. Yeah, it's a time is what they when were calling Christians it. want together. Yeah. yeah. There was a little note from the PM about, yeah. I know that you want to re- meet together for your church services. I know you can't. Yeah. Um, but I just thought it was quite nice that oh, the, okay. yeah. you, know, you know, Channel 9 went and filmed. Kanishka in the cathedral yeah, yeah. and like aired it on free-to-air TV. Oh, that's cool. And I did suggest that they keep doing that each week, but <laughs> they aren't so keen on that. Was that an did all caps email? email? <laughs> <laughs> I leave the all caps emails to you. <laughs> yeah, my question. What was your question? Oh, well, at what point would we oh, yeah. consider, you know, do we obey the government to the point where we're never allowed to meet again? Like what if at the end of coronavirus mm. the Australian government's like, well... Now that you've stopped meeting church people, could you maybe never meet again? Well, that was that's kind of where Tim Adney's article goes to. Yeah, like okay. This time has led to some new restrictions of freedom. How happy are we about that? Yeah, like okay. In yeah, this time, yeah. it kind of makes sense and we can see how this is saving lives and livelihoods kind of, mm. you know, rhetoric. Yep. But how long are we going to be happy about that? And will there come a time when the right thing to do as people who love our society mm. and are invited into the democratic process to send letters to our yeah. uh, MPs and say this situation of our restricted freedom, the fact that we can't gather is is not good. and Yeah, is, it's is turned into discrimination. Yeah, 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 stuff like that. And I think it's a blessing that we have avenues in that yeah. case. Like we, violent uprising is not the <laughs> avenue we need to take. I love that you're overthrowing the government is writing a letter <laughs> to your MP. <laughs> Dear sir, <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> no, all caps email. All caps email. <laughs> they always listen to those ones. <laughs> but like, I mean, this is what our brothers and sisters, our Christian brothers and Oops. sisters, that was all Leanna's notes falling on the floor. Yeah. Um, they've been thinking this through for yeah. generations exactly. in other countries. Mm. Yeah. Do you know, like all of, we've got We're some missionaries yeah. um, that our church supports that are kind of creative access missionaries yeah. um, because they want to legally be in the country. So they want to do a job that is legal, but they also want to be salt and light in the mm. way they do the job because they yeah. want the gospel to get out. Um, yeah. W- this is kind of a new question for us, but this is yeah. not a new question in the world. Yeah. They're actually like, those missionaries are actually a great example of that acts for kind of experience that they are they do submit to the governing authorities as far as practicable but the government also says you can't preach the gospel and they don't submit to that they're like yeah that's yeah. the one point but they do it wisely yes yeah and and in all er- other ways try to be people who submit to the government and um kind of help society function yeah even in governments that aren't democratically uh, elected because isn't that part of well like one of the other passages about how we should submit so that people can't slander us yeah that's the oh uh, to silence foolish talk one peter Peter. two yeah 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 yeah. so like we should do the right thing submit to 
ruling authorities to silence talk. So it's not good for Christians to be actively opposing government to create kind of negative talk about Christians. Yeah, yeah. and I actually think that is part of the reason why Acts finishes the way that it does. You know how there's that, those long kind of speeches between Paul and Festus and Agrippa and all these government mm. officials and Paul kind of explaining himself? I think part of the reason for that is kind of Paul making the point that Christianity isn't a destabilizing sect that is going to overthrow yeah. the the government. Actually, he appeals to Caesar because that's the right thing to do. That's the that's the judicial process of the. That's Roman his all Empire. caps email. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> him explaining himself. Like. Yeah, and I think that that's an interesting thing that that Christian the Christians aren't trying to set up a new world yep. government yep. in the here and now. We trust that the Lord Jesus will return and bring He's his got that in hand. Yeah, his kingdom entirely. And so now while we wait for him, uh, we are in a period where we um, submit kind of joyfully and in obedience to God the Father, um, submit to the uh, world authorities that we've been given um, for better or worse um, and kind of endure whatever mm. kind of society they create and, and wait for the the true and perfect society that the Lord Jesus will bring. Mm. That reminds me of Titus 3.1. Yes. Remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate, and to show true humility towards all people. Absolutely. Good summary. I was on Bible and I was going to read that. Oh, but no, that's sorry. okay. You get to be on Bible now for this one. Okay, um, that's my verse. That's I think because that's where I was going to end. Because oh. we've had our heads in Titus, yeah, studying for it for a women's Bible, Bible study, study yeah. this term. That's been so good. Yeah, and so and that's okay. what I was just thinking, like pulling apart. Yeah, because Titus is like a short, sharp summary mm. of how to live. Yeah, as a that's Christian kind of that's world. our posture towards the yeah the world, like towards the government and the world. What are you going to do? Yeah. Goodbye. Who's on home hack? I'm on home hack. Jeff's yes. on home hack. I don't have one pre-prepared uh, in mind. Jeff doesn't have time for this sort of thing. I've got a home hack. Okay, uh, go. How about I take one for you? Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, We're yeah. really being spontaneous, we Jeff. Really You're are. on farewell. <laughs> 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 Think about it, say goodbye. <laughs> Think how you would do it in an all caps email. Uh, here's my home hack uh, slash what I've been living. Um, you may, you know, everyone's talking about condoing their life and how great Corona's going to be. It's not yeah. actually great. Nobody actually wants to clean out cupboards. No. But just do one cupboard mm. and it will turn you into the cupboard cleaning frenzy yeah. person. <laughs> it's uh, true. It's a bit addictive. It I is a little this bit addictive. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> one <laughs> per day or one? Ez uh, is doing one a day. Well, over the weekend, I, d I really kind of went to town yeah. and did the entire laundry. Whoa, that's and big in your place. I know. Those laundry cupboards are... Like Mary Poppins-esque. <laughs> I found things in there that I didn't know existed. Honestly, no, the th thing I found in there that was most exciting, one was hopefully um, a wall rack I'm going to put on, on the for my bicycle. Yeah. Thank um, you, previous tenants. Yes. <laughs> um, but also, deeper than that, well, in the... In there was. Did you guys leave this behind? It's a telephone, like a legit. Ah. Put pick up the handle, put on your ear, Probably. connected with a cord, yep. like gotten some buttons on it. Yeah, I nearly wow. took a photo and sent it to my nieces and nephews and yeah. thought, guys, here's history Artifact. right here in yeah. the back of my laundry cupboard. <laughs> so one cupboard a day. <laughs> that's a really, well, that's a really good home hack. Cupboard a day. Yeah, that's, that's my home hack. Yep. Just start with one. Yeah, and just see what happens. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 
Okay. Love it. Farewell. Thank you.